Hey everybody, I'm Anthony McQueen and welcome to the Pro Edge Podcast where we talk about working to do something at a professional level while not being your full-time job. For me, I'm a mechanical engineer while striving to make the Haitian national team for track and field. For you, that can mean woodworking, content creation, being a music artist, whatever you're trying to do while also working and and having a full-time job and and working on your goal. We're all pro-ish, we're all trying to make ourselves better and we're all here to help each other, so let's um, grow together. On today's episode, I got to sit down and chat with Joelle Roach, a student um, at URI who is also a pro-ish photographer, striving to, to better himself in that, as well as overall um, with the mindset that he has to constantly learn and better himself in whatever it is that he's doing. So it was a real good chat and I really enjoyed it. So I hope you guys enjoy. So sit back, relax and tune in. What's going on, everyone? My name is Joel Roach. Uh, currently, I'm a mechanical engineering student at URI. I do, you know, stuff on the side, photography, uh, do some little videos. I'm trying to start a little personal finance channel on YouTube, uh, and you know, just living my life right now. That's good. That's good to hear. Uh, so, I actually know uh, Joel from when I was in college back in Nesby. Um, I was a general body member, especially during my grad school years, and then he was a freshman at the time, coming up, trying to really um, be big in the the organization itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, was it was fun. No, yeah, that that nationals was always fun. It was great. Um, oh, before are are you uh, still bigly? Aren't you the president? Yeah. So right now, I'm actually the president of uh, of Nesby, and it's kind of hard to run the stuff, honestly, with the whole COVID pandemic situation. But we're we're doing the most we can right now. Uh, it's it's definitely tough, but we we really are trying like as hard as we can to produce yeah, something I see. for members. I see you guys reaching out on um, Instagram to people and everything. So that it's good that that's still as active as it can be with everything going on. Yeah. Yeah. We got the, um, we're having exciting stuff coming, like a lot of personal finance stuff and a f- little bit of real estate stuff coming in there too. So nice. more and more facets. So that everybody knows you guys can all find um, Joel at his Instagram at j.roach. Um, and then he also has a website for your photography business, jroach.com, right? jroach.com but right now it's inactive because i'm actually doing like a bunch of remodeling and I, I can talk about that later when we're talking about that but yeah it's gonna the domain name's gonna be the same okay um so uh why don't we go ahead and get started um just because you know being a college student is kind of big in your life right now it's like you know one of the the bigger things you're doing with everything how let's talk about the college struggle that you have especially with you know trying to do um a photography business and and everything that you got going on you know being a leader in nesby and all this other stuff how that all comes into play yeah, so um, yeah, school is tough, man. And so before the semester started, before both semesters started, you get like this grace period, like this little time where you have no time, but you're still in school for classes. Oh, not not for classes. Um, it's just like time before actual classes start where you can like hang out with friends or do whatever. And I found myself before both of these semesters, so in like January, but right before school started, I was like really, really getting myself into this photography thing. And I was really getting big into like like creating my business, but branching off because I used to take a lot of portrait photography. But now I'm moving on to taking um, pictures of products for small businesses and businesses in Rhode Island. So uh, I was really finding myself like creating a list, reaching out to these people, building contacts. And I was like, this is great. This is fantastic. I, I can keep doing this. Like I just schedule a portion of the time of my day. I'll be good. Semester hits and that's the whole situation changes because... Now you got classes you got to go to every single, every week, of course. You got homework assignments, you got lab reports, exams you got to study for, 
and like all this with all the other responsibilities you got going on too, it gets very hard to to balance all the stuff um, that's coming your way. And that's what I've that's why I'm I'm constantly striving to improve the efficiency of how I how I work and how what I decide to take on. That's a big thing I'm doing right now, figuring out exactly what I'm deciding to take on. Um, but right now, just a lot of learning experience. But okay. the business side is going is going very good. That, that's good to hear. No, I, I can I can definitely um, you know relate to that, especially doing when I was in grad school, and then I started like, all right, I'm gonna well, being an athlete all throughout college, trying to find time to do everything else, and then um, as a grad student, now I'm no longer on the track team, and I'm trying to still trying to train and 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 make a Haitian national team and everything and still trying to carve out time and also being a, a TA and everything. And it's definitely, definitely gets difficult everything and, and learning how to balance that time management can definitely um, be kind of hard and, and, and stuff, but you do get better at as you go. Oh, you're a TA. I didn't even know you were a TA. Yes, I was. I was a TA and a, and a grad assistant. I did oh, both. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I can, yeah. I can only imagine. I remember like seeing you like the first seeing your Instagram after you'd graduated and I saw you were still running. I was like, why are you still running? <laughs> like what? I didn't, cause I didn't know, I didn't know like that you had like these other goals. I was like, this man's still running. I don't know if it was for the school or like how that worked. Uh, but then like listen to like podcast too, like the first few episodes, I was like, okay, all right. Now I understand like this man wants to go big places with running. It's not like, it's not something small. It's, it's your whole like thing. So yeah, I understand that. Yeah. So yeah, running for me, that's kind of just, uh, I guess you can call it, call it like the backbone of, um kind of my personality at this point and it's even to the point like okay like and i I don't mean necessarily like you know when i'm done being competitive that i i lose a bit of that but like even when i'm older i'm always i'm always going to want to enjoy trying to go for a run at at whatever age i get to and being that very old old man you know barely jogging around the track but still doing that and that's kind of the enjoyment and, and fun that i get from it um but as far as uh, you, you know, you being in college and, and how, how have you find the, what have you found like the best thing with, with trying to organize your, you know, um, photography stuff with your schoolwork and, and with your leadership work and all the other stuff, how have you found like the best way to do that? Let's what's, what's worked for you so far and what's, what hasn't. Yeah. So, uh, what's worked for me, Google calendar, easily one of the best like applications for tracking everything that's going on. Only thing is with that, you got to be really consistent. So if you have like something you got to put on you just got to put it on there at that same exact time you can't put any you can't if you don't put things on you're not going to use it and i realized like yeah. i find myself like in my bed about to fall asleep i'm like oh, i gotta do this thing you just got to get up and do it or else it's not going to be effective it's not going to work that's uh one of the, the biggest things um two and like i, I was talking about this kind of before is picking what you even want to take on in the first place I think right now, to be honest, like I I have a lot of stuff going on. Like I know I said like the few things going on before, but like Nesby was a part of it. Um, Being an RA is a part of it. I'm on I'm an orientation leader right now for the management side. So I'm working with like family programs like that's a part of it, too. Uh, okay. Have, yeah. Now that's, you got a lot going on. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's crazy. So you, you like you got to like I guess you, for me, I have to pick and choose what I want. And that actually came at the cost of my uh, my volleyball club team, like, you know, participation so i stopped playing on the club volleyball team this year uh mostly because of covid pandemic like i didn't think there was really like a it wasn't really productive i think at that time okay uh but it was a hard sacrifice to make but it it is worth it in the long run because i know myself i'm not going to be playing volleyball uh 
after school. I'm not going to do that. Like, anytime they want to pick up uh, people to go play a game, I never am the one going there. Like, that's how you kind of know, like, I don't want to do this. Like, if anyone okay. said, like, all right, we need, we need one more to play fives for ball, I'll be there, like, for sure. But if it's volleyball, I'm like, uh, nah, I'll just go do something else. So picking and choosing those battles is definitely one of the biggest things, too. Okay. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So are you finding it um, like you have to, you assign certain times when you like, even like for photography, you know, like the practice makes perfect, you know, you get better as you, the more you shoot and everything. Are you finding like, like setting aside a certain amount of time per week, or you're kind of just getting it in when you can, you know, you know, having your camera with you when you're walking around campus, you know, taking those practice shots as you're going and, and that little time in between. Um, is it more of a set thing or just a, a kind of a, a free flowing of time kind of thing for you? Yeah, so that's interesting. So, uh, and I, I'm sorry because I forgot to talk about what didn't work. Uh, it's very hard for me the way I work um, to set a time and sit down. Like I would say right now, like a big thing I'm trying to work on is discipline to do all this stuff in the first place. But me saying like, all right, on Tuesdays at 2 p.m., I'm gonna work for three hours on photography. That's what my mindset was last semester. Honestly, it didn't really work, and okay. I think it didn't work because. There's so much into it. I, I kind of allocated the time as just business time, and that isn't, it's so broad that I didn't really get anything done there. I know, like, you know, top, because I look at, like, sometimes, like, what do CEOs do? What does, like, Elon Musk, what does Jeff Bezos, what okay. do they do? How yeah. do they spend their morning routines? Because that's a good thing. I don't know if you know, but Elon Musk schedules, like, apparently, okay, this is according to what people say, like, five minute increments of his entire day set out no. just so he can. And I can't, I'm saying you can't do that, but either way, like, this is a level that they're planning. It, it might not be five minutes, but every hour it might be like, okay, I'm going to do this, this, this. Uh, I found that. Waking up early and just doing as much work until a certain amount of time does actually work better for me. So I'll wake up, uh, I'll go to the gym at 6.30, been pretty consistent with that. Today I went at 8 o'clock though, just because I wanted to, I actually woke up earlier to do like a little work, but go to the gym at 6 o'clock, 6.30 or 8. Do work uh, from then until, I try to go like 2, 3 or 4 and just stop after that and then the rest of my day is free. So mm -hmm. it'll, it will be like kind of free flowing. I'll do kind of schoolwork first just because that stuff is necessary, uh, unfortunately, because I really would want to. I think my business is also necessary, but I'll just get the schoolwork yeah. out of the way uh, and then do, you know, whatever I have to do for my business. Uh, and then when the time hits two, three, four, whenever I set for that day, that's just like I'm done doing work. I can go enjoy my day. And I feel like that's like the reward at the end of the day, but also makes me feel like I've been very productive throughout that day like i can always say like okay i did work today so yeah no, I, <clears throat> yeah you know i i um i definitely feel for that especially more so with the side of uh, my podcast and work it's obviously less just because when i leave work at you know 4 4 30 like i'm done for the day it doesn't like i don't have anything else to do mm -hmm. but um i'm very free with with my podcasting i know that i'm, I'm gonna upload you know every other monday um and then when i go around and i'm doing stuff i know that i want to uh, just make sure I, I record the episode, whether that be um, one day after work or whether that be on a Saturday or on a Sunday, like whenever it is. And I kind of just leave that open and I know that, all right, let me just get this done. And I've 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 recorded episodes like, you know, at finishing up at nine o'clock at night on a Sunday and just ready for it to post. But that that's just I'm a little bit more free and I have that opportunity to do that. So, it, again, it all varies depending on what it is you're specifically doing and also making sure whatever it is you're doing works for you and how you're going to do it. Too. yeah definitely yeah uh, yeah i think people are definitely a lot very different so if that finding whatever works for you like that took me a little while to figure out but that definitely works for me for sure
Okay. Um, so how about uh, like your leadership growth? Like how's how's that uh, that going and everything? Uh, so yeah, it's I kind of was I feel like I was propelled into um, these two positions. I'll say three, but three positions this school year that um, I really kind of wasn't ready for. One, the president position for Nesby. I didn't think I was going to. I'm a junior right now, so this is my third year. I did not want to be the president, and I did not think I was going to have to uh, even run for presidency. And it turned out that that was not the case. I had to be president at the time, and that just was how it was. And we were grooming you for it anyway. So yeah, I can tell. Like when you know, looking <laughs> back, you're like, all right, yeah, man, that kind of makes sense. Like, all right, I see what's going on there. But yeah, so the the president position was one that I wasn't prepared for. Um, but as I go on, I'm like, okay, you know what? This isn't. I can do this. Like it's it's more manageable when you get there. Okay, I can do this. I, I started talking to people. You really kind of figure out like what how to run a team or like what you need or and. I, like I realize like right now, like I have to really know how to do everyone's position, and I, I do know how to do everyone's position, and understand like okay, this is what you got to do, this is what we got to do, blah blah blah. But that, I grew a lot, I will say, in that aspect because mm-hmm. sometimes in disagreements, like they do happen. I mean, confrontation is one of the hardest things to do, I guess. To you know, your e-board being like, all right, you got to do this, you got to do this, but it is something that I have gotten better at going uh, forward, and I think it's. Definitely something that's going to help me throughout my entire life. The second role I'm talking about that I was kind of propelled into is an orientation position. And the reason I say propelled is because this year we kind of had a lack of staffing or no one, not really a lack of staffing, but we didn't know what was going to happen with the pandemic. And we had some people drop out of their positions. So I actually moved up to the family coordinator position on the orientation team for 2021 or 2020-2021. And I, I was not, I didn't even know what the job description was, but they said, do you want to do this? I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Because I do like to work in orientation as a whole. I was an orientation leader last year. And I think that um, being on the management side will give me a lot more insight into how real life is, how managing real things is, how creating programs or creating events can actually be executed like in a in a effective way and I want those skills for whatever I'm doing in the future. So the the team is great too. It's fantastic, but uh right now like we're coordinating what's going to happen in case we have like a in-person event or coordinating what's going to happen if 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 we don't have an in-person event. So these are things that I have a, a bigger uh say in this stuff. So it's very cool. And obviously the third one is the RA position making me realize that I don't know if I want really want to be an RA anymore. So that's just you know, another one too. So, but on that on that first one, um, the like you know you have to know how to do everyone else's position. That that yeah. makes a sense for it's not necessarily easier to to manage, but you're not asking people for unreasonable things when you know what they have to do in their position too. Um, and and I, I can attest to to not necessarily being thrown into a position uh, at Nesby because I was uh, I wanted to be treasurer, but I definitely realized that I wasn't ready for it when I got it. Um, so it was it was a, a big growth um, in my you know leadership and 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 character growth there because I I almost went down as the worst treasurer in SB history. Nah, nah. Yes, I don't I don't know if, I don't know if Chuck has ever talked about this, but I was <laughs> almost the worst treasurer in SB history. I don't believe it. I don't nah, believe we, it. Not not from my had, experience, but come on. We had no. no money from Cookie Dough. <laughs> like we had to extend the Cookie Dough by like three weeks. 
and I, I, I made, I made it, I made up for it, made up for it big. Um, I was going to quit and Chuck was like, nah, what, what do you mean you're going to quit? Like, you still got to get the job done. So yeah, like, you're saying that. So I went from someone not knowing how to ask for help to someone knowing, like learning that I need to ask for help when I, when I need to do certain things and things need to get done. That's like, and now I'm very comfortable with doing that in my day job now. Yeah, no, I've, I've listened that, that, that makes me, um, that makes me think too, from when I got the membership position role and, and not really because of that, uh, because I having conversation with Chuck, man, this dude is something else, man. Like it, it's, it's mm. just something different. So I think one of the biggest things I, I'm realizing is that what I have realized is that being on an e-board position, you have more say than you think. Like you should, I didn't realize that I should be the one going to, uh, like create events, like brainstorm ideas, reach out to people, figure out what, how can we get the most, like, I didn't realize that that was my job. Like, how can we get the most amount of people in this organization? I didn't realize like I had so much say in, in this because I yep. feel like the mindset growing up is just, here's your assignment, complete your assignment, and then you're good. But there's no assignment when it comes to, to generating the amount of people, like generating more people coming into the so organization. To be a leader, there's no assignment exactly. for that. You just... No, there's no, yeah. You got to figure it out. You got to figure it out yourself. And that that's a, what I've been trying to push my new e-board to, to see. It's its very, it's a little difficult, but you know, they're, they're smart. They're very smart students. And that's really what I've realized too. So when I, when I came into the, the presence position, instead of being like, oh, I'm, uh, I, I wasn't ready for this. I didn't want it. Cause I knew it was going to be something like that, where I'm going to have to be like, right, how are we going to get like, I just didn't want that, that pressure on me, but now it's. Yeah. And I mean, you have that with, you have the difficulties for every year because there's always, you know, um, difficulties with every position and everything. And, 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 and everybody goes through this kind of thing, especially when you're in college and you're learning these different leadership roles that all can be, you know, difficult for certain people. And they, as they're figuring one, not only are you figuring out who you are as a person, so it's hard to, to figure out how to do a position, let alone while trying to learn yourself. Um, so like having that opportunity definitely, makes everyone in that situation overall better. And, and, you know, you learn a bit more about yourself and how you want to go about doing things. So like, how does like, you know, just that role of presidency, how, like, how do you think that's affecting your um, outlook towards having a business and, and, and growing as a photographer and, and how you want to build yourself on that platform? Uh, yeah. So honestly, I would, I would say it's actually the other way around. So I feel like my involvement in wanting to be uh, doing my business and running that stuff uh, actually helped me to structure how I'm going to do Nesby's events. And I say that because um, dealing with people, it, it's scary. The first time you have a client who is someone you don't know is scary because you're like, okay, if I don't get my stuff right, I'm never going to get work again. They can leave one bad review and that's it for me. So the okay. first time, like before I was doing this stuff, like I was looking up like how to, how to make contracts to, for them to sign and everything, how to conduct myself, you know, how to, to, to be someone that they want to come back to again, how to like kind of sell my business to, to these people. And I realized like, okay, if I want to do this, I really have to be on top of my game. So I'm creating like, again, I, I bought like some contracts from someone that like a template kind of thing. I got yep. those, like set them up. I'd always set meeting times. I, I went through the process of how it was going, like how, if I was someone who wanted to use my service, how I would interact with them, how I plan the dates, where I plan it, the payment system, and then, you know, the final delivery, and that's it. And with that, like, process, it's easier for me to understand, like, where, what, what can go wrong, what can happen, and the entire process is much smoother. 
And you, and you translate that over to uh, this organization. So I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, if I'm an e-board member, what is it that I expect my president to ask for me? So, all right, if I'm membership chair like I was, uh, what events do I have to let my membership chair know that we have to accomplish for this year? How do I let them know that they have support from the advisor, Chuck? Uh, how to let them accomplish that task. So our school year, the end result is something that we're all like, okay, cool. This is, this was productive. This was great. And I think it's been a great effect. I think they kind of work, you know, cohesively, but I would definitely say more of my, more of my leadership or more of my managing from leadership is coming from the business endeavors that I'm trying to do. Okay. Yeah, no, that's definitely, cause that's a, a big thing to try to take on, especially like where you are now. Yeah, for sure. So, like, what are you doing to, to stay motivated? Um, like, you know, same like with, you know, if I'm making a podcast, if I'm like not really feeling like doing an episode, or you know, I have those training days for track where I'm not really feeling like going for a run. Like, what do you, what do you like, what do you do to stay motivated, knowing that you need to go? Like, you know, um, yeah. I guess yeah, like, like any artist, you need to practice, you need to go, you need to do shoots, you need to just take your own photos, not necessarily for a client, but like you need to constantly be improving as a photographer. So, like, how are you staying motivated in that? Yeah, that's 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 a good question, because honestly, I'm trying to find like the motivation, the reason behind it, because I, I know motivation comes and goes. It shouldn't it shouldn't matter. It should you should be able to do whatever you're doing regardless. I would say I like I don't really even even know. I guess I just do it to do it. But what I will say, though, is in the past uh, past year, past two years or ever since I kind of started this photography thing, I realized that um, there's a lot more potential than what i i've known from growing up and okay being someone who has something established like a business or doing like any type of i guess entrepreneurial endeavor is going to put me at a place where i'm going to learn from the the from the experiences that i have in that position uh firsthand uh, and i'm also going to be set in case anything happens so i kind of i never want to be in the position where i feel like financially like i'm not going to be okay and okay, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. a lot of the, like, the reason I do this is so, like, okay, if anything ever happens, I always know that I can bank on my business that I've created, or I know I have skills to provide some type of service that can give me income in the future. And it's, it's like, a, I guess it's a fear tactic, which is not good, because I, it's not good to always be in the mentality that I need to make money to survive, because you're not going to think about anything but just making that money. You're not going to think about innovative ways to to create, you know, a better system for yourself that makes you even more money. But that was, I would guess, I would say that's the initial push. And right now I'm kind of finding different ways to actually get to that goal. So investing now is becoming like a, a, a much larger part of my life. Um, even like doing the YouTube thing, like I'm doing the numbers and like it's, once you get monetized on YouTube, it's just insane how much money you can can pull in, like how much capital you can pull in. Um, doing yeah, that stuff. That, that's big. Yeah, and, and I think one of the biggest things is, um, not even with my business side, but wait, hold on one second. But I would say with sorry, I have like sweet mates too. <laughs> nah, that's all good. They're looking for me. <laughs> but uh, one of the big things is um um is the investing side of it too. So like I say, business is like I, I feel motivated to to start my business because I don't want to you know fall back. I want to have a skill just in case. But then investing is like something I I recently have come to like. The conclusion like this is how you stay 
well, this is how you build wealth. This is how you create a life for not only yourself, but your kids and your kids' kids. This is how you like, pursue the aspirations that you want to no, do. Absolutely. If you want to build a business and you have your money invested, then you can now you can spend all the time in the world. You don't have to worry about uh, not having income come in because your assets are going to protect you. And maybe that's why I feel like the way I feel. Like, like I know I might not be portraying it as much, but I am so, so, like, excited about understanding investing and understanding like how we can build wealth without having to you know fear about all the money being gone or how we can do what we actually want to do in life without being worried about that so for the past year i've just been on top of that so motivating factor i guess is just not that's it's it's i feel like it's bad but i don't want to be it's in a building a future financial position yeah exactly yeah yeah i want to your motivation is building future that's i mean that's that's definitely like a really as long as like and, and as you said, motivation does come and go because I I get that it's it's like a roller coaster. Um, it's just more so like the the things in between that those those ups and downs that help you like do it anyway. That's yeah, that's exactly. that's more so, especially with like trying to get people that are listening to this podcast to understand that like you know as you're doing what you're trying to do, whatever whatever that may be, whether it's you know investing, photography, you know running or making a podcast or, or music, like you are going to have ups and downs uh, in your motivation because it does come and go. But um, when it is at its low, what do you do to get yourself going anyway? Oh, okay. This is, this is great. When I'm at my low, I always like, okay, this is, there's this podcast from uh, it's Joe Rogan and this ex like Navy seal. And he's, he actually, I don't know if he runs a lot. He actually ran like okay. he's, he claims to run, uh, he ran back-to-back 100-mile runs uh, every mm. single weekend for, like, eight weeks. I feel like that it can't be possible. I feel like it cannot. I mean, people do it, so. How I mean, is that possible? I'm just so, like, amazed at it. But I, I believe him because the man seems like a freak. I'm yeah, not so doing I was that. Thinking, I'm good. Like, I know you're not going to do all that. But I was I listened to his podcast, um, and what they, like, they say in it, they, he's like, there's absolutely no excuses for anything that you're doing there's no excuse like he was saying like you know like who who's waking up at 5 a.m and running like me who's doing this no one's doing it but me there's no excuse i'm putting myself in the best situation um for the future and i hear that i'm thinking that's so true like who else is doing this like who else is putting themselves in the in the, the best situation they can do but for me to put myself in that situation i have to get up and go to the gym i have yep. to get up and go do my work i have to do it because i know myself that like who else is doing it? I'm doing it. Like I'm doing what I have to do. I'm doing it. And I don't want to ever be in a position where I look back and say, Oh, like I, I could have, you know, I could have done this in my twenties to do whatever. Like if only if I did, like I'm really in the point where there's no way that I'm gonna to look back and say, uh, try not I to get to 20s. try not to get the 40, 50, 60, like exactly. Wow, I got a lot of regrets. Like exactly. No regrets, no regrets yeah, at so all. Exactly. That's the you know part of why I'm running. I was like, you know, like at the end of the day, whether whether I make it or not, like I can say that I tried. Like I whether like no matter what happens, I I I gave it my all. I tried. And that's that's really all that matters. And that could be with with every anything. Like for me, like this podcast, it was more so just because I wanted to share like, you know, my thoughts and everything. It's not, it's not something like crazy like amount of serious but it's a fun thing especially with with what i'm doing and then with a lot of the friends that i have trying to constantly you know better themselves like we can kind of chat and i can bring them on here and i can chat with them a little bit more and we can share what we know to other people but it's it's nice to be able to um 
wow, that train of thought just completely left me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. Like, but I was just going to say, like, like, it is nice. I'm going to finish you kind of, like, finish what you were saying. It's nice to, uh, oh, my train of thought kind of went too. No, no, I'm messing. Uh, it's it's nice to strive for something. Like, I realize, like, the journey yep. for, for you becoming, like, to just running. Like, I know you said you want to make the Olympic team, you said. I want to make the Haitian national team. So the Haitian national team. Making, okay, okay. making a Pan American Games, making making any but being able to represent Haiti at an international meet. Yeah, like that that this that's the type of thing like the journey is so is so rewarding. Like even for me like when I see like okay, I got two clients this this month like it, it, like from starting out like two clients, okay. I'm I'm working on new things like whoa, like this is this is exciting. I've never done this before. That's so it's like so like rewarding and fulfilling. You're like I did this. Like I'm like I'm sure when you like beat like I don't know, do you, do you run like what what events do you run? I run the 400 hurdles and the 200. Well, like I'm guessing you obviously time that. Yes, yeah. So, so you know, if I if I you know run a, like a, a PR off, personal right? record, yeah, you know break you know even point one sec point zero one yeah, seconds off. You feel and good. Yeah, that, that feels feel hype. Exactly, and that's what, was, that's what I'm saying. Like that's the feeling of that is, it's it's just amazing. Like that's I love feeling that. So I know that getting that feeling of like success, like and and also going to the place I want to get, it's worth it. Like it's it's definitely well worth it. Absolutely, sure. absolutely. Um, do you have any any anything else you want to share with uh with everybody else here? Oh, oh just in general. Yeah, just in general. Just you know, just to okay, share with, yeah. with the audience. I was gonna say, I was gonna talk a little bit more about the, the just like the investing side and like how I got into that and like why like it's actually like important for me. Okay. If you don't, if you don't mind, there. Wait, a nah. quick question before: Do you do you invest? Uh, yeah, I invest a little bit. Um, you know, I, I, I do, I do invest. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm taking care of other things, so it does make it a little bit hard, but mm. I, I do invest. I, I try to try to keep that going just a little bit, just here and there. Yeah, no, I, I get that. So uh, this, this, um, pandemic situation, whatever happened when it first started out, I was like, okay, there's a few things that I can do right now. Okay. I can start getting into the stock market because, Clearly, I just heard news. Like the stock market is dropping. I was like, "What even is that? It's dropping. It's dropping." Okay, cool. I can get into that, or I cannot get into it. But I didn't want to learn something new at the time. We were all going to be at home because this whole quarantine thing. Anyways, I might as well get started. And realizing uh, after watching so many videos that you can um, you can build again, like just building this wealth, and then in the future this can pay off for you. It can pay. It can lead you to early retirement because I, I want to retire early. I want to retire either 35, 40, 30 to 40, that range. Like, I will be retiring at that time. Guaranteed. Ooh, that, that's, that's a nice goal. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And and seeing that the process of how people are doing it, I'm joining communities on Reddit to see, like, you know, how they're doing it, what they're going through, uh, watching these videos, picking out these these assets. It's so much easier than you than people make it seem, Anthony. Like, it's so much easier. It's it's as easy as even setting up automatic payments to, to one stock of, of an individual like it's it's diversified it's called like an yeah like an index or etf uh yep. just putting automatic payments into that and just having it grow for you 10 percent every single year it's that easy it, the sacrifice comes in in your own personal life you got to be disciplined enough to put your money in there like right now i'm putting 50 percent of my income in there i'm trying to keep that trend going on as long as i can that's a lot right but i'm even saving 20 more percent on top of that just in case and this is these are the that's the hard part. But I, right now, as a a young student, I'm not even living in the world. So if I get if I get you know a, let's say I get a fifty thousand dollars salary, right? 
And let's say I invest 50K in it. I'm not even going to know what it feels like to have 50K because that money is just going to go right into the stock market. I'm going to already live off of 25K. I kind of starved myself right now. But in my 20s, it's, it's, it's socially acceptable for me to be living in whatever I'm living in. When I'm 30, it's not going to be the case. But right now, I don't have to go splurge on some apartment in New York because I want to live. Like, I don't have to do all that because my, my quality of life is not changing. And once you realize that, man, it's just, it's just, like, you're just happy, man. I'm just happy. You feel good. All right. Doing it. But that's, I guess that's, that's like, a, yeah, I guess a little spiel. If you ever want to talk more about that stock stuff, that is, it's just very exciting for me. I, I'm trying to spread that message out. Yeah, people that's spirit. definitely, that's definitely good for people to know. So like, um, I'd say that you're like, um, so I've, I've given, um, for my titles, I, I, you know, I say someone's a pro-ish this or that. So, you know, like you would be a pro-ish photographer and everything. Um, but also like, you're also a pro-ish student and not in the sense that you're in college, but in the sense that you, like you're trying to learn things constantly, you're trying to constantly trying to better yourself. So that's also a really big thing to do is to be a pro-ish student, constantly trying to learn and expand and, and make yourself better in whatever, whatever it is that you're going out and doing. So you have that kind of that mentality about bettering yourself. And so if you're, you know, trying to be a photographer, you're going to better yourself as a photographer. If you're trying to be um, uh, a track runner, you're going to better yourself as a track runner. Music, like all these things that that's the kind of mentality that you have to have to be pro-ish and then eventually just pro in whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah, that's cool. I, I like I like hearing that I'm a pro-ish student. That's, a, that's cool because you're right, though, too. Education right now, most important thing that should be going through everyone's heads, just educating yourself. Yeah. And not even in the traditional sense of classes, but education as in just, Everywhere. you know, constantly picking up information and yes. learn, taking that in and, and processing it and everything. Yeah. There's so much information, Anthony, too, on, on YouTube. Like, don't, I don't want to even... Don't, don't get me started. Don't I get me started. Know, we'll be like, here all night. Crazy, there's some crazy stuff on YouTube, too, but there's so nah, much yeah. educational content for free. Uh, honestly, That's on the cool. side, too, like, this is, this is kind of random, not really, but... Uh, I'm trying to, to, I took a Code Academy course on back-end okay. and front-end development. It's like a full-stack software engineer, something like that. I'm not sure exactly what it is. I don't even but know I'm kinda, what you just said. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I guess it's called full-stack. It's like front-end is like kind of like the interface you see normally. So like how this, yep. we're on like yep. this chat, how you'd see it. And then back-end, I really don't really know what they're talking about. But um, that, that type of thing, like that content, they can, you can get a job out of that. For two hundred dollars, it's an annual subscription, but two hundred dollars, right? Imagine if you complete that course in two months and you get your job, and two hundred—you didn't have to even go to college. You got your job as a full-stack engineer for, I don't even know, startup company for two hundred. That's the type of—I'm like, I'm just so like amazed at the information you can get online. It's just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, back on the photography thing, um, are you are you doing sports photography too? Oh yeah, so that's so we might thing. have to link up. You know, you boy needs some, some shoots. I would say I can do anything. That's right now. It doesn't even matter what people say. I'm like, yeah, I can do it, and I find a way to do it, and that, that's how it's been. But what I will say is, I've been transitioning from, like I said, portrait photography to um, like small businesses. So I actually worked with a company, uh, a coffee shop, a local coffee shop for putting their pictures on DoorDash and I put their pictures on social media. So I'm taking pictures for their social media and then next month I'll go in and take another batch of photos and they'll pay me for that. It's like a subscription service and I'll yep. put 30 more pictures onto their DoorDash stuff like that because online is best way to sell stuff. You want to make sure that your, your content is high quality. That's what I've been providing. 
So right now, are you are you you you're just doing um small business product stuff, or are you are you still doing portraits of people like you know listening to this want to do por- want to pay you for a yeah. portrait or whatever? Yeah, I I do that stuff, but I'll definitely say I'm not I'm not promoting that side of my business as much as I'm promoting this, um this. I'm not promoting the portrait side as much as I'm promoting like the small business side. Um, I, I mean, I'm helping out small businesses. That. That's really good. Yeah, and it's just more consistent. Like it's more can people always like small businesses, especially they know that they have to provide some type of different content or else nothing's gonna they're not gonna get there's not if there's no difference in why I pick you. So they're they're creating new things every single month. Like they're doing all this stuff. They need someone to take pictures of this stuff. That's where I come in. You might yep. get a portrait around December uh well, not even December. Like you might get a a portrait for birthdays. I don't even birthdays, some random photo shoots. Like sometimes I did some like back to school photo shoots, graduation, weddings. But I'm scared of that, honestly. I don't want to mess around with people's wedding pictures right now. <laughs> the, the biggest moment of their life, taking photos. Yeah, of Yeah, I know. Uh, like I'm thinking, and I, I, people are just saying, just do it, just do it. But I'm scared for that. But it, there's more so opportunity, if, I think, in business. If uh, like a small business that someone that that does a small business wants to is listening to this, they can just contact you on your Instagram or on your website. That yeah, once it's, once your website's back up and running. Yeah, yeah. I, so I'm actually that's the reason why it's down because I want to actually reconfigure it to to show that I'm doing this. But I want to put like a little video in of me doing the stuff that I'm doing, like how the process would go about. But yeah, they can contact me on any of that. They can actually do have a um a separate account for that it's just like it's it's j dot roach business instead of photography it's the same thing okay uh but i think i might start moving the photography page and just converting it to just a business page and just rolling with that but i don't know who knows what's going on with that right now all right um does does that small business that include like um even because you know you can call a content creator small business does that include them like like yes. you know, like I have a, I have friends that are doing um that do music. So like they're doing a music video. If they also want a photographer there, like that's a small business. So those kind of where they could pay you to to like that includes that too. Because yeah. those are the people that would be listening to this. These these pro-ish people that are are trying to build their small business and they're looking mm. to do that, especially for those that are further along and then have that monet- money to 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 pay and 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 everything. And they can they can keep up with that to help their brand essentially, which is something I do want to talk about in the future, building your brand and everything. Um, that's something that's really big and something that you could help them with too. Yeah, hundred percent. In fact, I'm actually working with some real estate agents on creating some vi- um, video content because they actually want to do some type of like Instagram, IGTV, short videos, and I'm working with them to make the videos. I'm also going to edit the edit it for them. So uh, again, open to everything because everything is. I don't know anything. Like if I um, I can't decide what I really want to figure out, like what I really want to do if I can't if I don't do everything. If you don't try it exactly. Yep. And I know that I have the skills to do something like, um, like people ask me to do things that I think that they don't comprehend how easy it is for me to do. Like, they, they, I guess it doesn't like, I guess if you don't, I don't know, maybe I'm just, I'm not trying to boast with that, but taking a picture sometimes, <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah, we're done. <laughs> like, that's it. But uh, like the editing stuff and video stuff, like I'm very confident in my skills right now. So it's great. All right. That's what's up though. Um, so uh, it was really good talking to you. Um, everybody that's listening, you guys can uh, go ahead and follow him at, at j.roach on Instagram. Um, and then, you know, his and also j.roach business. Yeah. So it's just j.roach business. That's it. Yeah. All right. And you can follow him on both of his Instagrams and um, check out some of his, his photos. They're, they're actually really dope. Like 
um you know when he does get back into portraits and and you know if he's doing the tries and sports photography i'll i'll uh, have to hit you up when it gets warmer i'm not doing any yeah, photo shoots sure. in freezing cold i don't do that for sure um, we get up to tollgate track <laughs> i know so, you practice on tollgate track yeah yeah all right, well now i'm actually over at east greenwich which is much nicer oh really yeah i believe that so, yeah. but um, but it was good to, to sit here and chat with you, especially about the, the photography side, about the business side, and about you being a pro student, really open to learning new things. That's that's what I hope a lot of people get out of this. Yeah, it was great to talk to you, Anthony. It's good to see you, man. I haven't, it's good to hear that you're doing you're doing big things, man. I love listening to the podcast. I cannot lie. It's great. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, no, I, I, I miss that Nesby community. I miss being being back on campus. That That's like one of the only things I miss is that, that sense of community, especially with Nesby. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the episode. It was a real fun to talk with Joel. Be sure to go follow him on Instagram at j.roach. If you haven't yet, follow me at ltng underscore McQueen on Instagram to keep track of future episodes as they go up. Um, I'm hoping to have more guests on here and, and really get to chat and see um, how everybody's pro-ish career is going and what, what it takes for them to make it and what they've done so far. So I'll see you guys in the next one. Later.